Amen. Well, we're, we're, we're minutes away from the bigger, biggest snowball fight the world has ever known. All right. I'm pretty sure we're going to break a record tonight. I promise you we're minutes away. Okay. So I'm going to jump right into the word. If you could tonight, everybody turn your attention to the screens. I got some scripture that I want to read for you. Hopefully they got it. It's found in Luke 2. You know this, this story. It's found in Luke 2. Let's start in verse 25. Do you guys have that back there? There it is. And, and, and behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. Uh, it's important that you just see that he was just a man. Just a man. Just a man. He's just some guy. His name's Simeon. And this man was just and devout. And he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. If I could just there tell you, the Holy Spirit's not upon you tonight. The Holy Spirit is in you tonight. Okay? Yeah. Okay? And, and Holy, so unlike Simeon, who, who was just a guy who recognized Jesus, the Holy Spirit in you tonight. Don't miss him. And he says, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. He went to church, y'all. I woke up this morning and walked out to my car and none of my neighbors were getting ready to get in theirs to go to church. So I yelled as loud as I could. I said, go to church. I'm, I'm pretty sure the neighbor across the street's ring caught me. <laughs> what, you ain't gonna go to church on his birthday? Go to church. And when the parents brought the child, Jesus, to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God. He didn't bless the child. He blessed God. Because God was the child. He said, Lord, now you're letting your servant depart in peace. Now I can leave. Now I can go. I can finally have peace. So, I swear Caleb waits till I get in the pulpit to call me. My son waits till I, he did this to me earlier. I, I was about to let him, hey Caleb, how's it going? But he, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Have you ever just been tired? and needed some peace. I mean, we live in a world right now that sure could use some peace. Oh my. I mean, you turn on the TV, you listen, you, you hear conversations and you say, Lord, man, we sure could use some peace right now. So this one is for all of the moms who go to the restroom to hide to get some peace. 
<laughs> Mom, you've been in there for 30 minutes. What are you doing? Getting some peace. Go away. Right? This one's for all the dads. You, you, you thought you was going to get away, huh? And this one's for all the dads who pretend like there's a crisis to be handled in the garage. But you just go out there for some peace. I, uh, I wake up in the middle of the night, and I'll, I'll just go downstairs and sit. There's nobody talking. It's, there's just peace. And Simeon said, I found, I found, I finally found peace. Just imagine, it said, he, he found Jesus. And he said, now, now I can die. Don't die. But he had lived his whole life tense, on edge, looking, searching, grasping, every, looking behind the couch, behind the curtains, knocking on doors, looking for Jesus. This kid, man. Somebody call, text Caleb right now. Tell him I cannot talk. <laughs> what's, what's really cool about this story is that this guy, this guy saw what the priesthood missed. Simeon, just some average guy, who committed his life to just one day. Just, just one. And then he said when he found Jesus, it's enough. Now I can die. Imagine, imagine you have such an experience with Jesus that it's so fulfilling that you say, my life is fulfilled. I don't, even, I don't need to take another breath. I have captured the one who have captured me. He hangs the earth upon another. I found the one who loves me more than anything, and I, I just want to go now and be with him. Imagine that. There is a peace available tonight, I tell you. There is a peace and peace, you know, we search for peace most times in the absence of problems. We define peace as everything's going good. You know, every, you know I feel like every time the, the church gets a little momentum, and, and it's so wonderful to see everyone here tonight. And, and every time I feel like we get a, moment, a little momentum going and God starts to move among his people, the enemy will, like, he'll do anything to disrupt the peace of the church. He'll send a pandemic to the world, you know. He'll send, like, he'll just... He'll create division and strife and offense. He'll, he'll do whatever he can to keep the church from experiencing the peace because the enemy knows that peace is not a condition. Peace is a person named Jesus. And the moment you experience the person of Jesus, 
Trials won't matter. Suffering doesn't, doesn't affect you. Adversity, crushed, perplexed. It doesn't matter what happens to you because you know now, even if I have to suffer, I'll suffer with joy and hope because I have the Prince of Peace. So I want you to know, unlike Simeon, you don't have to wait your whole life for the Prince of Peace. You can have him right now. You can have Jesus right now. I remember my first experience with Jesus. Do you remember your first? Simeon had his first and his last all at the same time. <laughs> but you and I, we can, we can experience him. And, and I want you to know that tonight, it's just one time. He's, he looked at Jesus and he lifted him up and he said, now I can go. Oh God, oh God, give me an experience with Jesus that leaves me undone. Is that your prayer tonight? Give me one experience. And my prayer for you tonight is that, you know, I remember my first experience, my first real experience. I, it was the, and there was no peace. There was no peace in my life at the time. It was probably the worst time of my life. But I found the person Jesus. And I remember I laid down right there. I don't remember what happened after that. About four hours later, I woke up and nobody was here. You guys all left. And you left me here. I got up. I thought, where'd everybody go? I thought maybe the rapture happened or something. But just one experience from God reached all the way back into my past, brought healing. The oil and the salve and the wine was poured in. And that one, I, I want to tell you tonight, don't ever underestimate one church service. My wife will do plugs. She'll, she'll do plugs for children's ministry. So right now we want to do a little plug for children's ministry. If you'd like to serve in children's ministry, can you stand to your feet tonight? <laughs> and I'll do plugs for church. I'll be like, hey, you should come to church every Sunday. Because every Sunday is an opportunity as we gather corporately to experience the glory and majesty of the Prince of Peace called Jesus. So never underestimate just one. And allow just one to turn into just one more. See, that's, the, that's what we get. We get, to, we get to allow just one experience with him to turn into just one more experience with him and just one more experience with him until we're so changed and transformed we can't even remember who we used to be. That's who we are. But I, I want to tell you, I want to encourage you not to miss them. Don't miss them. Don't, don't, don't miss them. Don't, don't miss Jesus. You see, the priesthood missed Jesus. Simeon, Simeon was just, Simeon represents you and I in the Bible. Just some guy looking for Jesus. Next time somebody asks you who you are, just tell them, I'm some guy looking for Jesus. And Simeon, Simeon saw what the priesthood missed. Because the priesthood, the priesthood was looking for Santa. 
Don't miss Jesus looking for Santa. It's easy to, to miss Jesus while you're looking for Santa. And you start looking for Santa. You see, what happened to the priesthood is it, it became corrupt. A bit too much of Rome creeped into the priesthood, and they began to look for a Jesus that looked more like them than it did like him. And because of it, it affected their ability to discern his presence. So if I'm the devil, I will do everything I can to keep you out of church, away from the friends that keep you closer to God, and do everything I can to get you closer to the world and get the world in you. Because once the world, once Rome gets in you, suddenly it affects your vision. And you start looking for Santa instead of Jesus. You know, Santa's a better, Santa's not a better story. I don't know how we let Santa do this to Jesus. You know what I mean? I mean, think about it. Okay, okay. Santa's an all right story. Some big dude shows up with presents. He got flying, okay, okay. He's got flying reindeers. I'll give you that. Okay. And he brings us gifts and eats our cookies. Uh, you know? Now, lay that on top of Jesus. Jesus suffered, bled, and died, hung on a cruel cross, laid in a cold grave, was resurrected on the third day, and yanked you and I out with him. That's a way better story than Santa. That's a way better story than Santa. But if we're not careful, this world will get in us. And we'll make, we'll make Christmas about presents. And we'll make Christmas about, you know, shopping. And we'll make Christmas about everything other than Jesus. We'll miss Jesus. And so, don't miss Jesus. Let's not miss, as a church, let's not miss Jesus. Amen. So I just want to encourage you. Here's how we're not going to miss Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. My wife bought me this amazing Christmas present, or uh, birthday present. She bought me an amazing birthday present. I was, so, I was so distracted by everything that was going on around me that I missed, I missed the birthday present. It was right in front of me. I couldn't see it. She bought me a 2023. I don't even want to say it because I don't want you to get mad. <laughs> Uncle Chuck, you know what she got me? Road Glide ST. Had it delivered to the house. Pulled up in the front of the house. Marlon was there lying to me. My kids were all standing around lying to me, too. Everyone was lying. I said, what you do? Oh, we're going to go here, go there. Marla, what you do? He told, he told me a big lie. <laughs> he had me. I'm sitting in the garage trying to minister to him because of what he told me. That was dirty. I was trying to minister to him. I was like, well, the Lord knows. And, you know, you know, I'm pulling out scriptures. I'm sweating trying to bless him, you know. He just, he just lying, just wasting time, waiting for the, the birthday present. Something happens, I got to go downstairs. 
I'm all, I'm all, I'm all distracted. And my little girl comes up and says, hey, hey, the, the toilet's broke. So I go downstairs because the Harley. So I go downstairs and I'm fixing the toilet. And then my wife comes in. She comes running in and she's like, this is terrible, guys. And she comes running in and she's I hear her running. And, and, I, and she's like, hurry, Troy, hurry. And I thought something bad happened. So I ran upstairs and I come outside and, and, and the Harley is parked out front, but I can't see it because they're all sitting there looking at me laughing. And I thought they were laughing at me. So I got mad. I got mad. I was like, this is not funny. I threw a thing of, I tossed a little bucket and it went all in the air. And Mozzie has not let me forget that since that day. And Marlon comes and grabs me and says, no, you're missing it. You're missing it, man. You're missing the gift. And he pulls me outside and says, look. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and so tonight, I don't want you to be like me and miss it. So I just want to grab all your attention. I just want to point it to Jesus and say, look. Don't miss Jesus, man. Don't miss Jesus because something bad's happening in your life. Don't miss Jesus because, like, just don't miss him. Just keep your eyes looking for Jesus. Don't miss him. So how not to miss Jesus this Christmas? Look, real quick, just prepare. So instead of giving cookies, like tonight, literally, tonight, let's do this. Instead of giving cookies to Santa like we do, and then we eat the cookies. Or, or not, Santa comes and eats them. Let us. You gotta tell me next time. Next, instead of that, all right, okay, so then the, let's, leave, let's leave a prayer note for Jesus for our family. So tonight before we go to bed, let's, let's write a, a note to Jesus, slide it under the Christmas tree, and, 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 and say, Jesus, this is my prayer. This is my prayer. I don't want to miss you, so I'm going to put this under there. I don't want to miss you, God. So this is my prayer. Secondly, let's, let's, let's pray for more sensitivity to his presence. Right? Let, let, let's not become numb to Christmas. Man, don't be a Grinch. Stop stealing Christmas, right? But it's easy to get numb to Christmas, isn't it? I mean, you get out there peopling, man. It was some hardcore people in the day if you went shopping. Like if you went to, who went to Costco today? Let me see your hand. Who in here went to Costco today? Oh, I see you back there. Man, if you went to Costco today, that was some hardcore people. If you went to, like if you went to Crocker Park in the last 48 hours, you will lose your love for Christmas. <laughs> you, you, you walk around there like, all right then, I'm done. I, let's not do Christmas no more. You know what I mean? Let's, let's not do this. So let's not become numb to Christmas. Let's ask God to make us more sensitive to his presence. Let's pray for more discernment. That our eyes would see him. A young man came to my my door the other day, he was buying something. I was selling something on Craigslist. I know, don't, I, yeah, I was. I just don't want on my Facebook, I don't, I don't want on my business on Facebook, so I was selling something on Craigslist. And, and, and he, he, 
he began to talk to me, and, and I, I immediately knew that God, God wanted to minister to him. And, and so I was just waiting, and I was just like kind of waiting for God to say something, you know. And, and he, so I was, pri- was kind of priding the information. I said, so what do you do? And he told me what he did. And I said, you know, and then he, somewhere in there he told me he was getting married. He had a fiancé. And I said, oh, oh, do you need somebody to do the wedding? Because I could do that for you, you know. I'm looking for, I'm just looking to put my foot in the door a little bit, you know, for him. And he said, well, I'm getting married in Jerusalem. I said, oh, my goodness, I love Jerusalem. <laughs> tell me more, you know, tell me more. And, and he said, well, you know, uh, and I said, oh, and then I, then I oh, oh, I was like, oh, I kind of started to pick up on him. He was being real weird, too, you know, real weird. He was just being weird, like, and I said, uh. What kind of wedding is this? A Jewish wedding? Or and he said, No. I'm Palestinian. He said, Do you still like me? He said that. Grown man said that to me. And I said, Oh, oh, I love you. And and matter of fact, let me bless you. And I I grabbed him and 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 suddenly Jesus came in the garage. And the presence of Jesus came in the garage. And by the end of the the transaction, he, Jesus was so present in the garage that he, he kept shaking my hand. He kept coming back, and he was like, I don't know why, but I want to stay here. And I said, I, I know, I know, that, I know, I know. And then he, he, he'd go to walk away, and then he'd come back, and he'd say, I don't know, I don't know why, but I want to stay here. And I just, there's something, there's something going on. And then he went, and three times he came back, and I just said, man, I bless you. In the name of Jesus. He said, I'm a Muslim. I said, I don't care. I bless you in the name of Jesus. And I blessed him. And I said, hey, man. Hey, uh, I'm going to text you in a few days. But if something happens to you, just let me know. Would you? If something weird happens to you when you leave, I believe Jesus is about to come and visit you in your sleep, man. So tell me when Jesus comes to visit you. You know, we need that sensitivity in our lives. Let's become more sensitive to the presence of the king when he's near. Amen? Amen. And then lastly, let's invite Jesus to the Christmas party tomorrow morning, tonight, wherever we go. Let's give him an invitation. Let's pray as we open these presents, Jesus, that you would be present. Amen. Can you stand to your feet with me? I want to pray. Come on, right there where you are. Let's pray. As you bow your hearts and heads before the Lord, I I pray that you experience the love of Jesus this Christmas. I pray that His presence is tangible. As you gather around with family, I pray the presence of the Prince of Peace be so real for you and your family. I pray that you would behold him as Simeon did. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away my sin. And Simeon lifted him and I pray that you would lift him as well. That you would lift him above every circumstance and situation in your life. That you would not allow anything to keep you 
from him. I pray you have such a compelling experience with Christ this Christmas that it leaves you undone searching for the peace that's only found in the Savior from Bethlehem. Bless your people tonight, God. May they know the joy of your presence. I pray for strength and healing tonight. Come on, with me agree. Paige and Elliot's son, what's his name? Caden? Case. Come on with me, church, tonight. There's There's a young boy. Who needs healing? Can you pray for Case with me tonight? Come on, just lift your voice towards heaven and declare that he is the healed of the Lord tonight. Come on, bless the Lord. And Lord, we declare you will receive all glory. Case is healed tonight. We rebuke the enemy over his life and we declare he shall live for the glory of God and fulfill every purpose and assignment that you have for him. He will perform mighty works in your name. He will be a leader in his generation. In Jesus' name. If you're here tonight, every head bowed out, every eye closed. If you are here tonight and you don't know Christ, I want you to know you will live forever. You will either live forever in eternity with God or you will live forever in a hell that was never created for you. But I must tell you the truth. You walk out that door tonight, you walk out one of two ways. There's no middle ground. Satan owns the fence. And as you walk out, you walk out blood-bought, born again, going to heaven, bringing heaven. Or you walk out those doors, destined for a hell that was never created for you or I. And so if you're here tonight and you've never, you don't know for certain that your heart belongs to Christ, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Christians are going to begin to pray all over the room. What makes you a Christian Christian is that you repent of your sins and put your trust and hope in the living God whose name is Jesus. And I must tell you, he doesn't just die for you. He died as you. So with me tonight, if you need Christ, pray this prayer. Jesus, I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me. Take my life. Take all of my life. I surrender it to you. Make me new. Some of you are feeling the newness of God come upon you right now. Make me new. Brand new. Take my life. Use it for your glory. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Can you put your hands together for Jesus? Today? I'm going to invite, I'm going to invite the family to come up now. Come on, family. I'm going to invite uh, the staff family to come up as well. Can I get my staff family to come up as well? Here you go. All the staff family. Those out there, we don't need them. 
Yeah, let's take these that way. Somebody help me. Somebody help me. Let's take these out there. Take them to the back in the middle, some over there. Maybe just dump them. I don't know. Just get rid of them. We don't need them. Yeah, like that. Yeah, no throwing yet. No throwing. The, the snowball fight has not started. There you go. Now you got some. Thank God, Joseph. They're going to lead us tonight. We're going to turn the lights off. And as they do that, we're going we're to light it up here. And as we light it up here, we're going to bring it down to everyone in the sanctuary. Somebody have a lighter? There you go.
family to yours. We want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. We love you. God bless you. Don't, 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 we wish you don't, a Merry don't. Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas.